Well, here we go. Hey, welcome to a uh, new episode, a new uh, podcast. Yeah, what do we call this podcast again? Shane and I Show. Are we didn't rename it or nothing? I thought about renaming it, but at this point we have too many, we're on too many things. I get it. I miss when it was called Love and Stuff. That was a good name. Yeah. But well, then- it's Shane and I Show by Love and Stuff. That's what it is. Like when it comes out onto your onto your Apple podcast or wherever you podcast listen, uh-huh. it comes up as Shane and I Show by Love and Stuff. So technically, yeah, we're still kind of Love and Stuff and we could still do those kinds of questions. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I just, you know, before that stupid Australian pillow company or whatever came in, yeah, we could just be the Love and Stuff podcast. Yeah, I wonder whatever happened to them. Fuck it, I don't even care. You know, wildfires in Australia. You know, maybe they, yeah, you know, maybe they're still out of business. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a little close to home. Yeah, where we live to talk about fires, fucking shit up. Knock on some wood here that yes. we haven't gotten any. So hey, we're back. I think it's two weeks. I think we're at the two week mark. You know, it's it's we're we're going for what bi monthly ish. Yes, ish. Two weeks ish. Or, or is that that would be semi monthly? Yeah, I think so. We're going for semi monthly. Yeah, maybe three weeks. I don't know. It's. We are here Honestly, for you. I, I think we committed to do monthly-ish, so we're really doing good. Yes. Yeah. Let's let's give ourselves a round of applause. Yeah, let's. There we go. There it is. There it is. I like it. I like it. The cheering of the crowd That's always excellent. gets you hyped. That's excellent. Yeah. So, yeah, man. What is going on with Max? Got a new puppy. Yeah, I noticed that. Small dog. It you is. like small dogs. Well, they're they're easy to, to wrangle. <laughs> I mean, that's fat. They're cute as heck. Uh, and, um, unlike, like, uh, my, my previous dog, Wendy, mm-hmm. she, she wasn't a big dog. She was 30 something pounds. Yeah. She was but, a medium. Yeah. But she had this trick, this incredible talent. She would jump on me because she loved me very much. Mm-hmm. And then she would, she would like take all four of her paws midair and turn them into like a point, like a, like, like, like a wedge, like a pinpoint wedge mm-hmm. and land that wedge with all her weight. And all her momentum directly on my junk. And she managed to do that 90% of the time. And 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 when a 30-something pound dog does that, it can be uh, a problem. It could be. Yeah. Uh, but You might as well wear a cup. Yeah. But when when a 7-pound dog, like Callie, does it. She can't reach. Well, you know, she can, she can still do it sometimes. But it's like, oh, I'm glad you're not heavier. And then Darla, the puppy, she's two pounds right now. Right. She's two pounds. When she does it, I don't even notice. I mean, maybe she's <laughs> so you're not, maybe your, your, she your junk is safe. My junk is safe. That's the point. That's the point of having smaller dogs. Yes, your junk is safe. Yeah. And you don't get, I guess you don't get mugged by them when they try, when you, when you want to give them a treat. Cause I literally get mugged when I, when I walk into the kitchen now and the dog wants a treat, mm-hmm. it'll literally mug me. How so? Like jump on my back, jump, try to jump, try to jump me when I'm walking in on its hind legs <laughs> and try to point me to the treats because they're up on a shelf so they can't get them. Mm-hmm. So it'll, it'll corral me into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm close to the treats, even if I'm going to the kitchen to do something else, say I'm going in there to like cook some food or something like that, mm-hmm. it, it'll automatically think and it can start trying to corral me to that treat section. And if I don't do it, it'll mug me. And I, so I only give it a treat like at night. Mm-hmm. I don't do it during the day. Mm-hmm. And it gets, she gets all mad at me when I don't give her a treat at, during the day. 
she gives me this look like you just aren't you just aren't the guy I thought you were look which well, I've gotten from many women over the course of my life so it's no big deal to me yeah but when it's your dog it really hurts yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah man there's some dogs going on we're drinking some coffee here some quality mind grinder coffee yeah www.mindgrindercoffee.com we should do our little spiel here that uh we are not the podcast that's uh here to enlighten you <laughs> we're here to get you to laugh a little bit we're here to maybe make you think uh about things and stuff because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things and stuff out there in the world yeah, and we're here to recommend a a, a quality cup of joe yeah while, while speaking of it all in. speaking of quality cup of joe we did our uh, first event yesterday um we made coffee for 300 people, and uh, it was an interesting thing, man. It was an interesting thing because what we did, how we did it, we did coffee urns. I made the coffee at like 5 o'clock in the morning, started doing the coffee. Um, got there at like 7, got to the place where we were doing the coffee, and we had these little six-ounce cups, mm-hmm. and we were supposed to, that's what the guy asked, the guy that you know, gave us the contract, asked for six, six ounce cups. Yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you when I see a six ounce cup, I think yeah, fucking cheapskate or that's what, and pussy, here's the, you know, here's the funny the part is everybody would come in line to get coffee in the morning. They'd be like these big ass bikers. It was like, you know, there's a bunch of bikers there and whatnot. These big ass bikers would come in and they'd be like, I drink shots bigger than that. And they'd try our coffee out of a six ounce cup and they'd come back and they'd be like, yeah, that's that. I don't need any more than that. Mm-hmm. And like that's how you know it's good coffee. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you know it's good coffee. Like the one thing I know how to do in life. It, well, there's a there's a few things that I know how to do in life. But one thing I'm very confident at in life is I know how to make a strong cup of coffee. Like you can't you can't come at me with the coffee game because I, I I know how to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so I knew that once I was able to get the coffee ready to go, I knew it was going to be strong, and I knew people were going to like it, and they did. And throughout the day, so we had that part of the event. Then we had a vendor outfit that you came and saw yesterday. Yep. I where people would out. come by, where people would come by, and I had these little sample things of the ground coffee, mm-hmm. where I just handed them out. Um, they would come by, and it was a lot of the same people from the morning, and they'd be like, "Oh man, that coffee, that coffee's good. It still has me going." Yep. <laughs> so, you know, if you thought about ordering some coffee for me, now is the time to do it. Yeah, I agree. So that's my little story about yesterday. It was, and it was interesting, man. I got to people watch, which is one of my favorite things to do. I just like I just like sitting back and watching. And I liked watching people react to my coffee. Nice, nice. And then you see them through later in the day when they start getting all drunk and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they start making mm-hmm. asses of themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun. What else happened? There was something else I wanted to talk about with this whole thing. It was hot as balls yesterday. It was hot as balls yesterday. Yeah. I was wearing pants, which was a mistake. Yeah. Uh, luckily, we were in the shade, which was good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. That was the thing I wanted to talk about. We were talking about it in the car, and uh, and I totally forgot. It's that thing of of people being negative in your life. Oh, yeah. Fucking- See, this might be a podcast where you're going to think. This might be one of those episodes. Yeah. We're going to talk about, about negative people. We're going to talk life. about negative yeah. people in your life. <clears throat> da- I've all, had them. Yeah, all the Debbie Downers. Yes. All the all the Nasty Nellies. Nasty Nellies. I like that. All the Karens. Maybe not Karens, but. Well, yeah, Karens. Uh, Naysayers. Yeah. 
And uh, what's the guy name for Karen's? Carl's. No, I think it's like Kyle. Yeah. All right. But I mean, I know a couple of Kyles that are actually pretty cool. So minus those two guys. Yeah. So and your Kyles yeah. in the world. So yeah, you you know Karen. That's pretty cool too. Yes, my mom. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> love you, mom. Um. Anyway, it got me thinking yesterday when I was doing this event. Like, if I hadn't, like, if I hadn't gone back to school and at least tried to go back to school and started getting these ideas to do these other things in my life. If I listened to these people that told me I was too old to do these things, I would still be stuck in the same place I was stuck in all those years before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I listened to those people for a long time. Like, Oh, you're too old to like, you know, you're too old to go back to school or you're too old to like, you know, you, you're going to be like eight, 60 years old by the time your things get your things get going or things get done. Do you really want to do that? Or you just be happy being stuck being normal or like a regular job? And like, I guess a regular job isn't bad. Like regular hours, regular stuff. I guess that isn't bad. But for me, it was like when I went back to school, that's where I learned that back. Like that's the one thing school gave me mm-hmm. is it made me realize like I didn't want that regular thing you know what i mean i didn't want to punch a clock for somebody else nine to five yep i get that um and that's where i started get that's where my mind was started get started opening up to like okay if school's a possibility what about this other thing i want to do this like crazy idea of doing youtube and if i was around negative people they would have been like oh no that's stupid you're old to do youtube yeah, but instead you were around a bunch of crazy people yeah they were like go for it yeah and, we'll back you up yeah, and sean and i was born yeah yeah i think there's still two episodes up on youtube if you ever get a chance check those out yeah highly recommend gorilla style shooting on that uh-huh i i i jumped on the hood of a moving car like 10 times and you know how much of it made it into the into the one final scene cut? About about us about a fraction of a second from the worst possible angle. Right, That's I remember it. that. that I hit it. you with that car. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> but it wouldn't open me up to that. You know what I mean? And it wouldn't open me up to like if I listened to pe- negative people, wouldn't me open up to doing that Shane and I stuff we did on YouTube for a couple years. You yeah, know what I mean? That was fun. Yeah, and to doing the podcast and, it, and then getting the idea. Like I remember. Like, I watched this guy's video on YouTube on how to start a coffee company, and I was like, that doesn't seem too hard. Yeah. And I was like, I went home that night, and I was like, hey, I told my roommate, I'm like, hey, I'm going to start a coffee company. He's like, okay, I'll invest. Nice. Like, it was that simple. Like, there wasn't anybody else around me that was going to be like, oh, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do you know how many coffee companies, why start a coffee company during a pandemic? Because I started it, like, right when shutdown happened. Yeah. And I'm like... And first it was like, you know, I'm going to roast a coffee and then I'll ship it. And then it became easier that I found a distributor that will ship the coffee to me all bagged and roasted. And then I could just ship it out when people order. Right? Yeah. It just became, it was like, once I decided to do it, it was easy to do. Now, if I was around people that were negative, like I'd been around pr- prior to that, like I said, it would have been a different story. I would have listened to them and been like... Maybe they are right. Maybe I am too old. Because if you're around enough people like that, I think you start, at least for me, I started like believing that. You know what I mean? Maybe I can't do that. Maybe I shouldn't even try. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And the other thing that kind of got me wasn't only going back to school, but it was like when I started weight training and I started like really being dedicated to that and started seeing like results from that mm-hmm. and been like, okay, if I could do this, why can't I do this? Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just having different ideas, I guess, and not listening to negative people. Yeah. But I am glad you listened to my negativity when I told you that participating in a in a lifting contest like a week after a hernia surgery was a bad idea well that one i had to listen to people because yeah that's that wasn't that one was like i was i had it in my mind i was gonna do that yeah oh you you were you were set on this you're like no it's no big deal it was it it turned out to be like i i wasn't gonna be ready for this competition (laughs) like i was eating cream of wheat for like a few days after that surgery and I'm really glad, like, I was like, nah, <laughs> nah, I could barely walk. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I get some crazy ideas. I mean, that one wasn't a bright one, but, I mean, it made more sense after the surgery. I'm like, yeah, I guess people are right. Maybe I shouldn't try to sign yeah. up for a competition. Yeah, once you feel what it's like to yeah. actually have hernia surgery. Yeah. yeah. Um, But those other things, like... It's just when you're around negative people, you believe that negative stuff. Mm-hmm. And especially about yourself. Like, And that took me a long time to get out of. Like, believing negative stuff about me from my... Not only the people around me, but, like, my own head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, once I started getting these ideas and being like, I'm going to do this, and people were like, okay, we'll help you. That sounds like a good idea. Go ahead. Like... It was once I started doing those things, my confidence grew, and then I was like, okay, some of them didn't work, but it didn't feel like I was a failure at life. How does the microphone smell? Um, I'm not smelling it. I'm just touching it with my nose. <laughs> Are you bored by my conversation? No, I just I'm I'm drinking this coffee. It's got a it's got a it's got a kick to it. So yes, I'm, it does. Yeah, so I I got a lot of extra energy. So I'm I'm here. I'm listening. I'm enjoying I'm what almost you're saying. Done, I'm almost done with my spiel. But, and I'm, I'm going to finish, but I have a little extra energy on top of that. So I'm yeah, just going to Yeah, so we can, we'll come back to yeah, How about I'm, we come I'm, back to this and we move on? Well, you can keep talking. I'm just going to touch my nose to the mic while you're going. Nice. Yeah, just like that. Well, that's all I really wanted to say is don't believe, don't listen to fucking negative people. Like, mm-hmm. if, you, if you have a bunch of negative people in your life and you get, you get them out of your life and keep them at bay... Do that. That's what I did. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm still, I still consider some people that were negative to me my friends, but I'm not going to listen to them on, I'm not going to go to them with ideas anymore. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be like, uh, I'm going to start, maybe I want to start a supplement company next. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what could go wrong? <laughs> right. There's, I mean, it's not like there's any excess of supplement cup here. I'm going to be your negative Nancy. <laughs> there you go. Where you, there's already so many supplements out Dude, there. Dude, that's what I got when I started the coffee company. People were like, do you know how many coffee companies are out there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I want to start one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm going to do, I'm going to go, go ahead and do it because why the fuck not? What's one more coffee company in the world? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I was skeptical, but then I thought about it. I was like, you know, if, if Joe Schmo coffee asshole can start a company, I'm Joe coffee, Schmo coffee no, asshole. You're not Joe Schmo <laughs> coffee asshole. I was like, if Joe Schmo coffee asshole can do that, then Shane, who fucking loves coffee, can make that shit happen. That's the thing. Like, I, that's the thing. I, 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 I was talking to somebody about it 
who started their own company and he was like he he was like you know people thought i was crazy for starting this coffee this company that i started um, but he's like i love this thing that i do and i love it so much that i was like i'm not i'm gonna i'm gonna do it. and that's what really got me motivated was this guy who's like 15 years younger than me. he's like 32 and he was just like i started this thing just because i love this product like and there wasn't a product in the market that tasted good right right and that's what i believe with with coffee is i wanted to do it to where it tastes good for a good price you know what mm-hmm. i mean like yeah. i don't want to i didn't want to like set the like set the bar high with the price but i also wanted to be at a price where i can make a little bit of a profit yeah of course but i felt like it shouldn't be expensive to have good coffee right you know what i mean yeah. like it shouldn't be for as much as it costs to make coffee and to, and to, and to get it put in bags like it shouldn't be 25 bucks to get a good good pound of coffee right you know what i mean yeah so that's the other reason i did it is like you said i love coffee and like i saw that there isn't like a good and even when people say this is a good high quality coffee you get the coffee and it's not it's kind of eh yeah it's like yeah that'll do yeah yeah i wanted something that people were going to be like wow that's really good mm-hmm. so and i think i achieved it yeah it's yummy i enjoy i take it you know i i i have started as i've grown older taking uh sugar and sometimes milk in my coffee so have i yeah but this stuff no milk you, no sugar you can just drink it black coffee. and it's nice and smooth yeah. so anyway that's my spiel stop listening to negative people do what your heart tells you to do if you think it's a good idea don't go and do a weightlifting competition after you've had a hernia surgery right listen listen to medical professionals yeah but uh otherwise <laughs> you know follow your heart yeah yeah. And if you're surrounded with people that are giving you negative feedback, you got to go out and start finding people that, that'll, that'll be positive with you. Yeah. People will be, yeah, positive. Yeah. Whatever crazy idea you got. Cause like, like I said, whatever crazy idea you got, somebody's going to tell you, maybe not, but you want somebody in your corner that's going to be like, yeah, go for it. Yes. So anyway, that's my, my, my thing on that. So are we going to move on? Yeah, sure. Why not? Should I do a little funky? Should we do a little funky music to get into the next topic? Yeah, we'll call that our segue jam. Our segue jam. Right, Here comes it. our segue jam. Uh-huh. Segue yeah. jam. You ready? Yeah. We're gonna rewind the clock. Rewind the clock all the way to 1977. <laughs> no, not that far back. Oh, okay. Um, because I was seven years old. Um. We're going to go back to the year of our Lord, 1999. Ooh, are we going to party like it's 1999? We, we are not going to party like it's 1999. Uh, I got a, I got a store. I'm going to, I'm going to hit you with something. And then you tell me if you've actually done this. Like I have. Um, for sure. Is it, is it getting jiggy with it? No, it's not getting jiggy with it. So it's 1999, right? Mm-hmm. Spotify, iTunes, none of that shit's around. No. You got to you got to save money to go to the record store to buy a CD. Yeah, I don't think even Napster was around no. in 99. No, you got to literally get your allowance or however you get 15 bucks or whatever it is was to get a CD back then like 17 bucks sometimes. Seven, yeah, it they, it was expensive because for like the, new releases. Yeah, all the fucking record companies were colluding to jack up prices. Yeah. You go to the record store, you go and you hunt down the CD you want to get because whatever person, whatever band it is, 
told you how different this CD was from their last album, mm-hmm. right? How this mm-hmm. album is so different from the last album they did. And you're like kind of a fan of the band. Like you were like, yeah, that last album they did like two years ago, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like I'll go get, I'll go, I might go get that. You haven't heard any songs like you can now, right? Haven't heard nothing. Right. right, could be a rapper, could be whatever, whatever it is you're into. Maybe your thing's boy bands, whatever. Weren't boy bands a thing in '99? Oh yeah, Backst- yeah. Backstreet Boys. So whatever, whatever, whatever floats your boat musically. Yeah. You go to the record store, you hunt down the CD, you go up to the front and buy the CD. The guy behind the counter looks at you all judgmental because you're buying that that CD by that shitty band that he thinks is shitty, and you don't like the band that he, the the Swedish speed metal band that he likes. Right, but you know he he works at a record store, yeah, so he knows all the cool bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's he's up to date with all the Swedish heavy metal bands. Yeah, yeah. that's where you got to listen to music. That's where the music, real music, is at. Is with the Swedish death metal. Mm-hmm. If, if there's no umlaut in the name, <laughs> you know it's worthless. Yeah. Anyway, so you buy your CD, you get home, you throw that bitch in your disc man or whatever it is, your CD player. Disc man, how about that? You oh yeah, those? I used to have a disc man. Yeah. yeah, you throw that bitch in. You're three songs in, and you go, "Fuck, this sucks." Mm-hmm. And you're too embarrassed to go back to that same record store to return it because of the judgy judge record store guy at the record store. So you're like, you know what? I'll wait till for a shift change to go back to that record store. And then you wait a couple days, and you're like, you forget about it. You forget about how shitty that record is that you just bought and you put it on again and you're like, well, the band just did an interview on MTV and the album's selling really well. And again, three songs into it, you're like, but this fucking sucks. Dude, 1999, that's back when MTV was music television. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're still doing music. So I remember this. I I, I remember, I think I want to say 99. I think Incubus was around in 99, right? I think they were just getting started. Yeah, they had that song Drive on MTV. Uh, Nelly was big. Yeah, well, I didn't. Oh, I wasn't oh, into oh, Nelly. Not, not Nelly. Uh, I'm thinking Cisco. I wasn't into Cisco. Oh, you didn't like the Thong song? No, I didn't. Thong, the Thong, Thong, Thong. Love that. You know, I, I actually. But I, the rest of that album sucked. Yeah, let, let me tell you, though. Uh, you got you to gotta try this. Go back, listen to the Thong song 20 years later. That is a dope ass song. So we're getting, I'm getting away from my point here. Sorry, I I distracted you with Cisco. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But that's a good point, right? Because the rest of his album sucked. It had that one song on it. Somebody went out and paid 15 bucks for a CD, bought that one song. one fucking song. And the rest, they're stuck with 12 tracks that they didn't like. Yeah. I felt the same way when I got this goddamn Incubus record. All right. There was one song that I liked and the rest of the album was horrible. Yeah. Well, you know how I feel about Incubus. Yeah. I know how you feel. That's, I think I'm just using them as an example. You could insert any band in there, but it's always these bands back then that we tell they would do these news press things like, Oh yeah, we worked so hard on this album. There's a lot of layers to it. Like we've really progressed since our first record. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to go get that album. You're all excited. Yeah. You know the excitement of going down and getting a CD and you get that bitch? I do. And you're like, you see the, the you see the album liner notes and you see who produced the record and you're all excited. That was the thing I liked about getting CDs. 
is you, they had the lyrics inside the CD. Oh yeah, yeah, that little that little booklet thing yeah. in the in the jewel case. Yeah, yeah. And then you put it on, and three songs in, you're like, "Fuck, this is awful. Why do I support this band? Yeah. Why do I support this artist? Whoever it is, you're like, why? Yeah. I I I, I had that very, and and I was I was. I was a young kid back in 1999. Right. But I, so you I, had to earn that 15 bucks. Well, I, I had to save up my allowance, don't yeah. you know? But, uh, you know, I remember, and this is a little later. This may be the year 2000, but uh, uh, The Offspring. Same, pr- yeah, same principle. The, the Offspring, who I was a big fan of. Yeah. Loved, loved uh, Ixnay on the Ombre. That was Americana, a good record. Yeah. Smash. I didn't like Americana too much. I mean, I like Smash. I like Ixnay on the Ombre. Ixnay was great. I really yeah. liked Ixnay. And anyway, so so they, you know, I'm like, I'm like waiting for the next album. Right. You know? I'm excited, and finally yeah. it comes out. Conspiracy of One. Oh, what a cool name! You know? Oh, that album sucked. Yeah, and 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 they and they were like really like like doing shit on MTV, yeah. really really promoting it and everything. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get it. The day it came out, I went, I fucking got it. I put it in my CD player, you know, and I'm listening to it, and I'm three songs in, and I'm like, what a piece of shit this is <laughs> yeah it's it's like the offspring knew that they could just take a turd burn it on a cd and people would buy it yeah and, well be, because that last album americano was so big it was huge like everybody liked that song pretty five for a white guy yeah but i mean there are some and, and other good tracks on there yeah there were like four hits and and the whole thing was even the worst of it was decent at the, you know right yeah I know that I see. I have that. I had that same thing happen to me, and it was always a band. Like, let me think. Let me think of what I would buy back then, because I, I was still kind of into hair metal. Yeah, and hair metal was kind of frowned upon back then. It was, but I would still go out and buy like because because back then what started happening was these hair metal bands were getting heavier, right? And you were like, oh, that's cool. And I can't remember the band, but I know it was one of those. They were a hair metal band, and then they tried to be a grunge band, and it didn't work out. And I remember getting the CD, and I remember, I remember getting the CD, and I remember getting three songs into it, and I remember being like, "This blows." God damn it! They should go back to singing songs about chicks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, you know, you know, a fucking metal band that came out with some fucking just fire right around that time, Godsmack. Oh yeah, they were like, oh, they were but so see, that- fucking good. That first record was good, and then that second record was all right. I see. I disagree. That first record was good. That second record was fucking fire. That second wasn't fucking fire. Maybe it was the third record. It's usually like a band's third record where they try to do something different. You're like, fuck. The only band that I've seen pull it off successfully and that was really fucking brilliant at it was Smashing Pumpkins when they went from Siamese Dream to, to the Infinite Sadness Melancholy double album. Yeah, like that whole that whole record was fucking great. All like you didn't mind that it was two CDs. You know what I mean? You know, I, I never listen. I mean, oh, get, dude, but, and and the great thing, I don't have to go to the the fucking record store and get judged. I got I got goddamn <laughs> Apple Music. I'll yeah. just I'll just listen to it right now. If I yeah, want. you don't got to get judged. I don't got to get judged. What, yeah. You wonder what happens to guys because I know most guys that worked at a record store when record stores started dying those judgy judgy guys they probably went to video stores right and started mm-hmm. judging people on their their movie taste because mm-hmm. that's why i hated renting movies because i would rent something that i thought was good and the guy behind the counter would be like are you really renting that what's wrong with a little adam sandler 
Adam Adam Sandler's no great auteur. It's no Monty Python. Oh, jeez. Like they would be like Monty Python's so good, and I'd I'd watch a Monty Python movie, and I'm like, you know what, British humor? I don't really like British humor. I, you know, I I I can enjoy the shit out of British humor, but I'm just gonna say it, Monty Python overrated. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, man. So those guys went to. What do you think those guys did after like the video store shut down, though? They became bloggers. Did they become bloggers, or they did be- they become become baristas? Or, or 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 they went and worked at comic book stores. True. And I know this because I, I regularly go to comic book stores. Right. But, are they the same kind of judgmental guys? You know, actually, the folks there are really fucking cool. Right. Because they'll be like, oh, yeah, I've read that one. You know, it's not my favorite, but it's good. Hey, you should you should check out. the. And, you know, they're enthusiastic. Yeah. They want to share. They're not getting all judgy because uh, you're you you listen, you listening to the offspring. Uh, it's, that's that's so- no that you really should check out this German metal movement that's going on in Germany because it's going to turn it's like symphonic German metal and it's yeah. going to take over the world. There's there's a J in the name is pronounced <laughs> like a Y. And there's two little dots over the U. Yeah. And they look like they have swords on the cover. Yeah. And, and you there was one time where I re- actually listened to a recommendation from one of those guys mm-hmm. and it was a German metal band that they were trying to pump me. They're like, these these guys are going to be huge. I guarantee you, these guys are going to be huge. And I can't remember the name of the band, but I listened to him and I listened to it. And he was like, it's symphonic metal. And you got, you take it home and it's like some fucking guitar player doing like 15 minutes box solos hmm. with like a singer. That's like talking about wolves and, and like, you know, witches and, you're like this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons, I'd play Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. 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 So, do you think they became coffee makers though, like baristas? Yeah, I, I, I you know, I think they because baristas got... could be kind of judgy on what you get. Absolutely. I used to be a barista. Right. I used to be judgy. I, I think some of them went became baristas. Others became microbrewers. <laughs> you know, you know, make it making all sorts of like fancy seasonal right. ales and whatnot. I'm gonna make a pumpkin. My pumpkin, my pumpkin seed light ale is so good that you know only German people really like it. Yeah. Oh, I, I was making an ale with pumpkin and spices before Starbucks ruined it with their <laughs> pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, in my bathtub. Yeah. After I'd get off a shift at the video store watching people buy stupid movies, like like that duck movie. I, I that duck movie. The duck movie with the with the late with Roger Rabbit. Oh, Roger Rabbit. There was no duck in Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, when, <laughs> What's the fuck you no, 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 no. About? There was another duck movie where the guy was like in a duck costume. You mean Howard the Duck? Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Yeah. Right. Roger Rabbit was a great movie. How, Roger Howard the Duck was kind of stupid. Yeah. Who, who, I'd have to agree. Who Framed Roger Rabbit was a a masterpiece of cinema. I'm I'm just gonna go out and and I'm gonna I'm gonna stake my reputation on this. Uh oh. Who Framed Roger? When it comes to movies that combine classic animation with live action human actors, Space Jam got none of that shit. Fuck Space Jam. Right. Who framed Roger Rabbit? That's where it's at. You get a round of applause for that. Yeah. Now keep it. Yeah, yeah. Hold it. Hold it. Yes. There you hold, go. Keep holding it. Hold it longer. <laughs> Let me soak it. People love Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay, <laughs> and done. <laughs>
right. <laughs> Let me throw this one in there too. There you go. That wasn't a joke. That was serious. Who framed Roger Rabbit is a dope fucking movie. Right. Right. So, yeah, man. Uh, what else is going on in the world? Uh, Britney Spears is no longer conserved. Yeah. She, her, her dad stepped down finally. She's free. I, I think she's still technically, like, legally in a... Cons- and, and there's just nobody conserving the conservators. You know what I, she did? You know, what, you know what she did what, on the first day that she was free? What did she did? Posted a little nudie pic on Instagram. Britney, being Britney, you go, girl. You go, girl. You you get all that freedom in. Go get yourself pregnant. Go do what you want to do. You do you, boo. Live your happy ass life. Yeah. So that happened. Yeah. Britney's free. What else happened in the world of our Lord? <coughs> Midnight Mass came out. If you haven't seen Midnight Mass, go watch that. That's a good show. Yeah. I I I I just started um, watching something. Oh oh, Squid Game. I just started watching. Squid I heard that Game. was good. Yeah, I heard it was even good, good if you don't use the English subtitles, which is weird. Well, they they dub it in English. Yeah. Uh, I'm listening to. The, I'm watching the dub and listening. I guess. Right. Because I I just sometimes don't have the patience for the subtitles. Either do I. Also, I'm not really a fast reader. Right. And if you're not a fast reader, you spend your whole time just looking at the text. You're not even seeing the action. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see. I haven't started that one. I'm more of a, I'm more of a binge one show at a time guy. I get that. And I'm trying. I tried to binge Midnight Mass in one sitting, but it's impossible. They're like hour episodes, hour and a half episodes, mm-hmm. and it's like each episode is like a fucking little movie. It's so good, nice. so good. Nice. Yeah. You gotta watch it. Yeah. It's not. It's not that scary, but it's just the right amount of like chills and thrills kind of thing and there's like this evil in the in the show where they don't talk about what the evil is but you know what it is but they which makes it even more f- kind of freaky mm. it's good it's good spooky, stuff man spooky. it's made me go back and watch this guy matt flanagan mike flanagan's other shows like i just i'm gonna start watching uh haunted house on haunted hill and he did those those shows but yeah man i'm a big fan of of midnight mass all right. It's really well done. I, you know, something I've been rewatching is uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh. I fucking love that show, man. It's a good show. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's a you're, classic. Not like, you're not like doing all day epi- episodes, are you? You mean just binging all day long? Yeah. No, but I, I, I could, you know, if it's, if it's a down day, I can do two, three episodes. If there's nothing going on. Yeah. But here, they're, here's, they're here's, leaving Netflix, man. Star Trek? Next generation, it's all leaving Netflix. Well, I, I I watch it on Hulu. Yeah, you know what's coming to Netflix that I'm stoked about because I haven't been able to watch it. Seinfeld, love that show. It was on Hulu. It was, and then they took it off. Yeah, and I was like, I guess Netflix won a big bid to get it. Yeah, I was like three seasons in, they took it off Hulu. I was like, oh fucking god damn it, god damn it, because I I, I just never bothered to watch it. Right, and I got Hulu specifically to watch it actually. It, then, you know what? The longer time goes by, the more and more brilliant I see how Seinfeld was. Because it's, I mean, literally, it's a show about nothing. It is. And it's its really fucking good. Man. Yeah. I it's, mean, like, literally, they go to a cafe. They talk about stuff in life. It's funny. And yeah. then Jerry Seinfeld does some stand-up either in between, the sh- in between or at the end of the show or the beginning of the show. And then it's like, but it's fucking good. Yeah. 
You know, you know what I think is really funny. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld is like a really good, talented stand-up comedian. Yeah, but all the stand-up of his that they show in the show, it's like all of his worst shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta watch some of his other stuff. There's so he has some really good stuff on there. Like, there, you could find some YouTube stuff later on, even after the show ended. There's some he has some really funny stuff on YouTube. Yeah. Bob Saget is another funny guy. Yep, Bob Saget's good. Bob Saget, like he's not like like I when I first he's not like the Fuller House dad when he does his stand up though. It's like dirty mm-hmm. and it's hilarious. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out. I'm I'm gonna recommend that people. You're gonna have to get it on YouTube. I don't know where else you can get it. Find the Jiminy Glick interview of Jerry Seinfeld. The Jiminy Glick? The Jiminy Glick interview. Yeah, Jiminy Glick interviewed Jerry Seinfeld, and and I think that that really is just a good interview. Nice. I highly recommend it. Nice. Jiminy Glick. Jiminy Glick. In fact, Jiminy Glick is really one of the all-time great interviewers. Uh, just just Google Jiminy Glick. Check check him out on YouTube. He's He's quality. Quality highly, stuff. Highly recommend. You so there you play. go. You learned something new today. I think we're yeah. going to wrap it up here. What yeah. do you think? What you know? What, once more, Jiminy Glick. And don't listen to negative people. And don't listen to negative people. And and check out Jiminy Glick. All right. And don't worry about being judged by the guy at the record store who's now a barista and maybe brews his own beer. Yeah. That's J I M I N Y. G-L-I-C-K. It's funny. Every time we try to wrap up an episode, we just keep going. Jiminy Glick. (laughs) And on that note, America, don't don't shit yourself. Don't shit yourself because it's awful. I I mean, like, when's the last time you... For me, it it happened, like, before I quit doing drugs. Right. It was bad, man. Yeah. There's just so much. I haven't had I haven't had that happen to me in a long fucking time. Well, you, but the last time you, it happened, I want to say it was probably like 10 years ago. And it was bad. Yeah. Like, and it was out of nowhere. Like, like okay, I could get to the bathroom. I could get to up. Oh, guess not. Yeah, me. I just, I just, I, I was, I was, I was out of my mind on Adderall. <laughs> and, I, and I thought I had to fart and I was just overconfident. <laughs> I, 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 that's Adderall for you yeah I just I just grunted it out and I was like oh that wasn't a fart dude <laughs> <laughs> so yeah man on that note you know take care of yourself uh, don't shoot yourself and uh, stop hanging out with negative people yeah until next time America uh, bye 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 bye